0: Welcome to another episode of Real Estate Fight Club. What's up, Jen Mert? Team Mertland. Whatever. This is ridiculous. The last two heavy hitters awesome. we've had, you have gone out and personally, yes. personally attracted them just yes. to make yourself feel better. And I, I call bullshit.
1: No, that's exactly what happened. You're right.
0: Yeah, I, 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 I can see that it. They
1: were even heavy hitters. I, I mean,
0: I, I don't this is true. I, mean, come on. I don't think really? we've had a heavy hitter quite like you,
2: Michael. So I just, I just say it just—it's offensive when somebody brings a featherweight in and wants to compare him to a heavyweight. Like, <laughs> oh. like, all right, we'll have
0: a new name for you.
2: I don't but know what it Little is. Little league but... versus major league. I mean, come on. There you like, go. All
0: right, I want to introduce to you our ultra heavy hitter the ultimate heavy heaviest
1: hitter, of hitters. the heaviest
0: of all hitters michael Hellickson, the ceo and founder of club wealth former top agent in all of the united states the, by world. A mile. the world well actually. we don't know for sure the world we do know for sure the U.S. Uh, okay, but we, we, i can't fine. prove the world so okay. we'll, we would we'll imagine the, the world for sure thing. <laughs> Michael thank you for being on the show we yeah. do feel honored you are uh something and I feel like we're going to learn a lot from you today
2: yeah look <laughs> like I had to take my tie off I mean can you come to fight club you know the first rule of fight club yeah uh take your tie off let's take no. your tie off hand yeah.
1: your earrings out I took yeah. mine out oh. Yeah, yeah we're ready I okay my nose ring out too now michael if
0: you had showed up with that tie around your forehead like this yes. now i would have thought like okay Dude, if on. i had it yes. sitting here i'd put it on there right now. next time we'll do this next again time. next and time it, it, but here's the
2: <laughs> next time you got to bring me a worthy opponent like if you're if we're gonna have fight club like put me in the cage with somebody who can keep up like let's oh, go you don't know that might be you me that's Monica.
0: Monica. I'm, that's listen, me. Okay. Watch it. All right. Look, we had this cupcake. So, like, come on. Now, come on. Like, oh, All right, right, guys. I think it's fantastic, but come on. Listen. Yeah, I get it. I feel like I'm going to be bruised and battered at the end of this, but thank you guys for joining us for another episode of Real Estate Fight Club. We love, love, love having you here. And today, Jen and Michael and I are going to duke it out over this subject. I feel like maybe... I don't know if I will fight, but here, here's what we're going to talk about. We're going to say, are you making real estate harder than it really is? Are, how are you doing it? Are you doing it? Why are the hell are you doing it? All the things. So, uh, Jen, I guess you posed this question because you believe real estate's just freaking easy. Correct? I think it's simple. It's not easy. Correct. No. Tell us the difference, Michael. Listen, you know, it is extremely
2: simple. I mean, there's there's lots of mechanisms that we use to grow our businesses. There's obviously, there's you know sole agents versus team agents. There's, there's really the three key things you got to do every single day, lead generation, lead follow-up, lead conversion. And then there's all the noise, right? Yeah. But if you're not doing those three things every single day, you might as well just pack your stuff and get out of the business because I got news for you. It's going to chew you up here over the next 24 months. Mark my words. And here's the, the question you really got to be asking yourself. Am I smarter than a 20 year old? Can I do this better than a 20 year old? And we'll get to that, but I mean, I can tell you right now that I know a 20 year old that's probably done more business this year in their fourth month or sorry, in their fifth month of selling real estate now, than probably everybody listening to this podcast right now, or at least 99.99%, and that's not a criticism, it's simply to point out that, listen, this is not rocket science. All right? right. If I can take a 20 year old that sounds like they're still in puberty and frankly looks even <laughs> younger,
0: right? <laughs> That's I mean, we're talking
2: Dookie Hauser as a kid, right? <laughs> like I love this kid. Don't get me wrong. But at the end of the day, how is it that he and he has already built the team? He's already got uh, personally, he's he's closing $154,000 in gross commission income to him. Like to, after splits this month alone, Team has listed over 62 properties already in the last four months, in their first four months as a team. And by the way, average age of the agents on that team, 21 years old. I'm not even kidding you. Oh, shit. Listen, guys. Wow. I'm not even kidding you. Guys, listen. Wow. We're overcomplicating this.
1: Yes. Why? Why do you think they're doing that?
2: Because they want to feel like they're important because, oh, look at how great I am. I can do all this stuff nobody else can do. And it's just so complicated. And that's why I justify my commissions and blah, 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 blah. No,
1: I think
0: they're justifying their failure. I think they're justifying their failure. This is too hard. This is a hard market. This is right. I mean,
1: I just think they don't want to do what they know to do, which is exactly, Michael, what you said. It's lead generation, lead follow up. I mean, this is what it is. And a lot of people, they don't they don't know what to say. They don't want to do it. They think if you hang a billboard or put your face on a grocery cart, you'll get leads. And it's just not like that.
2: Watch this. Ask, first of all, you're 100% correct about that. And second of all, I want you to ask yourself this question. What's more important, motivation or discipline? If just, everybody watching this could ask themselves that question right now, actually, what's more check. important, motivation or discipline? And I will answer that question for you in the form of a quote from one of my favorite mentors, Jim Rohn. Who love made him. Love, guy, him. <laughs> love him. You can love Jim. Great guy. I love Jim and the way that he talks. And it's just, I just love the guy. Right? <laughs> all right. So, it. so here's the deal. So Jim says, Motivation is not enough. If you have an idiot and you motivate them, now all you have is motivated
0: idiots. (laughs) (laughs) So You
2: tell me what's more important, motivation or discipline. I can take an idiot and motivate them and they're not going to get anything done, but I can take that same idiot and I can give them discipline. And if they will sit down and do the work, it doesn't matter whether and how smart they are. It doesn't matter how much they know. If they will sit and do the freaking work on a daily basis, make the calls, set the appointments. Guess what? They will have success.
0: OK, first fight. Yeah. First fight. Oh, bring it. Bring it, sister. Let me, let me stretch out. <laughs> yeah, I'll help you for this one. First out, I I I,
2: mean, that's right.
0: That's right. I don't want to argue with the great Jim Rohn because that's just ridiculous. But I will push back here and ask this question or this is what was in my mind. If I am motivated in the right way, that will create discipline. And what I mean by that is if I need to eat Mm. or have a, a roof over my head, if it's important enough, if I if I need to feed my child. I will find the right activities and the discipline around that, so that motivation comes first in that case. Tell the me problem why it is problem. Is it
1: doesn't pull you through,
0: and it's not enough. Again, not enough. we're not saying motivation isn't important.
2: We're not saying it's not helpful. We're just saying it's not enough. If you have to choose between motivation and discipline, you choose discipline all day long. I, okay. I'll tell you what. I love it when when I'm interviewing people. I mean, I've, I've hired thousands and thousands of people. Here's one of my favorite ones right here. Oh, I'm going to crush it. I'm going to light the world on fire. I'm going to be the best that ever was. Yada, 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 yada. And then I get the kid that says, Hey man, like, I don't know anything from anything. I'm 18 years old. I have no idea what I'm doing, but I will tell you this. I will outwork everyone in your office. Tell me what to do,
0: right? Who do You want on your team the latter. Yes, I think the the first example you gave is like words of motivation. I'm talking intrinsically motivated that's for some true. uh hierarchical need.
1: I just don't think it's sustainable. Like I see what you're saying and maybe it's like that can be like a catalyst and I think that's what you're saying it's like a catalyst to the yeah, discipline. Right. but yeah. it's not enough to maintain, it's not enough to pull you through when you finally reach that Level where you're like, okay, I got this. It, you will not then stay disciplined because your back's not against the wall.
0: So the Gary Keller once said in an event where I was, he said, "Discipline's bullshit. You can maybe muster an hour of it a day. It's B-S. it's not that it's B-S. habits. That's lies. Yes, Gary's
2: wrong, and I like Gary, but Gary's freaking wrong. And let me tell you something. Listen, okay." I have Gary a lot on. of respect for Gary. I really do. But I'm and he's been wrong on some other things. And I'll tell you a couple of, if you want to go to- Keller, Let's go. In fact, get Gary, Gary on his show. There's a the guy that who would be maybe hold his own. Who knows,
1: feet. Gary? Maybe. maybe <laughs> Bring Gary on. on you know yeah. what?
2: He won't show up for a show with me because he's afraid to. And I and I'll tell him that to his face. Listen, I love Gary. I think he's a great guy. I love, I love it. it. A lot of respect he was right about a lot of it.
1: stuff, but this he is, is he was
2: right about a lot of stuff. But let me tell you why he's wrong on that. Because here's the deal: at the end of the day. I can tell you that every single person on my son's team, four hours a day, they're hitting the phones. Four hours a day. Every single one of those kids is literally setting three to four appointments every single day. Mm-hmm. That's why they're having success. And they've been doing it for the entire four months that each each of them have been in business. Now, have there been weaker agents that have come onto that team in the last four months that didn't make it? Yes, because they couldn't hang because they didn't have what it takes. They were not eagles. They were turkeys. They were not Navy SEALs. They were Navy wannabes right? Like, listen, at the end of the day, discipline is all it's about because if I'm the most motivated person in the world, which by the way, a lot of real estate agents, they get foreclosed on are right. (laughs) They're they're all motivated and yet they still lose their houses. They're all motivated and yet they're still freaking broke. Tell me
0: how that's possible. Do you you think that's discipline or they've built habits? And what's the difference? What's the difference? Habits and discipline are one and the same. If I okay.
2: have discipline, I'll have the right habits. If I, if, okay. if, I, if I take that discipline, okay, they're not one and the same. I don't think they're the
1: same, I, no. I, yeah. but, I, but I have
2: to have the right habits and I have to have the discipline to stick to those habits. In order
1: to be successful.
2: And if I don't have the discipline to to, to stick to those habits, it doesn't matter how motivated I am. It doesn't matter how smart I am. It doesn't matter how much I spend on marketing. I'm going to be broke.
1: I think too, like there's a, there is a misconception that you have to be disciplined for like the entire day, every day, day in and day out. And that's not true. I would argue you take an average, just an average everyday agent that just doesn't want to do 6,000 deals a year. Doesn't want to have a team. However, you generate leads, and we talk about on the show. There's a thousand ways to do it. Pick two. Somebody you know, people you know, and people you don't know. Oh, now we get to fight. Can we fight? Can I finish my last? Hold on, man. Go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, I'm saying. I'm writing this down. However, you write it down. (laughs) However, you generate leads. I'm talking about discipline for two hours a day. That's it. It will lead to success. All right, I'll take a half hour a day. I got. I would
2: be. I would be willing. A half hour is not enough. No, but it's better than ninety nine percent of the agents
0: (laughs) out there. This is true. Hours
1: is two hours. I think is the critical point where it will lead you to money, and when you have money, you have choices. And I think that the amount of money should be a, a measurement of the success. Of your okay, much as
2: it pains me to say this, I, I agree with most of what you just said. So, <laughs> that being said, but I, and I do, I, I really do, but I'm trying, I'm trying to find ways to fight with here and, I, and I'm going to start with this. And first of all, if 90, if I if any agent that's watching this, I guarantee if I went through your last two weeks of your schedule, I would not find an average of two hours a day. Freaking, I wouldn't find an average of a half hour a day. Right. right. This that, is right. That you've been productive. I guarantee it. I, right. I, I do this for a living. I've got 86 coaches. I've got 3,500 people in our coaching program. And I'm telling you right now, we do this every day. And every single time we find that 99% of everybody's day is completely freaking wasted. That being said- you the first thing is if i can just get them to a half hour day then we'll move them to an hour day then we'll get them to do an hour and a half a day and eventually we'll get them to two hours a day and yes i agree with you if i can get them consistently over a long period of time to do two hours a day of productive like a
1: long period of time not not two weeks i mean 10 years every day two hours (laughs) a day
0: (sighs) they'd be out by then five years
2: they'd have so much sphere of influence business coming in yeah yeah that being said There's some I got to jump on and I'm telling you right now, like we could go toe to toe on this. Here we go. Here we go. go. You ready for this? Yeah, I'm ready. I hope your corner man's ready because you're about to come out bloody. I hope you're ready for this. All right. (laughs) Two freaking lead sources. Are you kidding? That is a great way to go out of business. Listen, you know what? Most agents have one lead source and that's their sphere of influence. Right. Freaking weak. In fact, watch this. Eight years ago, here's some, I see, I've got, I come armed with data. You want to win a fight with me? You better come with freaking data. All right? well, I
1: just make shit up. So, but I, still <laughs> right? <Okay. maintain> like <laughs> I know let's, what I'm let's talking talk about. about data, right? Get care
2: It's Gary how you say it. Let's
0: go. Exactly. In fact,
2: get Gary and Glenn in here. I'll go, bo- I'll go. Let's totem- get them. All right. So check let's this out. It. Eight years ago, the average agent got 61% of their business from, from their sphere of influence, 61%. That number in the last, just in the last two years, has dropped all the way down below forty percent. Why is that? Let me and, and that's so basically what's happening is sphere of influence, repeat and referral business has taken a nosedive. Why? Because ninety-two percent of all buyers start their search where
1: online, online, online. It's and ninety-two. I would think was higher. Ninety-two percent of
2: those work with the first agent they come in contact with that doesn't drop the ball on referral. They don't care how they found them. That's what people don't understand. That's what this market's doing to people. And let me tell you something, everything's getting spun on a ted right now because guess what everybody's been buying for the last I don't know decade? Buyer leads, Zillow, Realtor.com, mm-hmm. all this crap. spending millions and in fact billions of dollars on buyer leads. Or well, I should say hundreds mm-hmm. of millions. I don't know if we're in the billions yet, but probably. Probably. But check, but check this out. Where should they be buying leads? What kind of leads should they be buying? Seller Not- leads. Oh, sellers yeah. I'm gonna not, go no no they don't even know how to hire sellers well but they should here's the thing if you want and I, I i've got the data behind this i'm telling you if you want to make six figures consistently in all markets no matter it's going up it's going down doesn't matter sideways doing nothing doesn't matter you want to make six figures so in net income every year you need 10 to 15 lead sources you want to make seven figures net income you're going to need 25 to 35
0: leads
1: <laughs> i'm saying what i'm saying by two Go ahead.
0: Finish up your
1: thought. What I'm saying about two is there has to be a way that you're consistently communicating over time with people that you know, and consistently communicating with people over time that you don't know to make them people that you know, to get leads. Now, inside of that, you may have one or two or up to you, you say you have a bunch, but look, I just want two ways consistently first. This is your half hour of calls.
0: Okay, hold on, Michael. I wanna go back to something you said uh, that's interesting stat about the decline of the referral source. Oh, wait, and, the market
2: really shifts. You want to talk about referrals going away.
0: See, and, and of course, this is my lane, and this is how I've I've certainly not done near the amount of business, nor did I probably ever want to do that much business because I wouldn't be very good at that. But here's the thing that I know. The reason I believe that that is dropping is not because people start on the internet, but because we as referral agents don't create a system to continue to grow and strengthen those relationships so that we are not so strong with we're not thought of when these people want to go look at a house or whatever so they do no, go because the i call agent.
2: them yeah no well, let me, right let me just share this and, and, and that's so warm and fuzzy and just sounds so good <laughs> <pretty cool. laughs> it's a yeah. Hug. Oh, here we let are. me just give you a virtual hug there just monica hope thank you thank you michael now, can i, I say what you really sound like You really sound like Brian Buffini, who, by the way, almost went out of business in 2008 and 2009. Why did he almost go out of business in 2008 and 2009? Again, let's get back to data and facts. Why did he almost go out of business? Because the market was fully in recession and his business was entirely dependent on agents whose business was entirely dependent on referrals, which go away because nobody calls their neighbor up and says, oh, hey, by the way, I'm about to get foreclosed on. Do you have a really great real estate agent you can refer me to? Said no one ever.
1: Never. Right? <laughs> we should have Buffini. Michael.
2: Bring it. Oh. Versus bring that cupcake. And bring Tom and while you're at it, too. Bring them all. I'll talk, because guess what? I've sold more real estate than all four of those guys we've talked about combined. Yeah. Let's go. I know you bring have. It. Right now. <laughs> I here's love one. it. But here's the thing. And I right. like Brian, don't get me wrong. I think he's got some great systems for the referral side of business. And don't get me wrong. I like referrals when I was at my peak, we were doing about 192 to 200 transactions a year by referral, right? Which is great. But if your referral business is more than 25% of your business, you're screwed. That's all there. It's all there is to it. If you're counting that seems on low. Dude, what? Oh yeah. Listen, if I'm buying business, so have you ever bought businesses? I have, I've, I've bought and flipped with several businesses. And let me tell you when I'm buying a business, if more than 5% of the 5% of their business comes from any one source, I'm not interested because that's a risky business to be it in. It goes away. You're absolutely hundred percent. I want to be in control of my destiny. And if I'm reliant upon other people to refer me for more than 25% of my business, I'm not in control. The kid I was telling you about, that's my freaking son. This kid's brand new in the business. Guess how many of those of, of the, of the, well, they've probably closed. I, I think they've closed They've listed over 62 houses already this year, but I think they've closed just over 50 transactions so far this year. Don't quote me on the number, but I think that's about where they're at. But guess what how many of those were sphere of influence?
1: I'm going to guess less than 15. Five. 2. Well, yeah, but they're also like 20 years old. Okay, but here's the thing. Right.
0: They don't know anybody. What's that? They don't know anybody buying a house yet. Well,
2: the kids, their age aren't buying houses yet. Most of them. Right. But, but, but here's the thing. I want to be able to take any agent. Watch this. You drop me in any part of the country. I'll Mm -hmm. go Bob Allen, who's a friend of mine, by the way, I'll go freaking Robert Allen. You drop Bob or I in any part of the country. I mean, I don't care where you drop me in any market in the country. I will be the top agent in that market inside two years, probably in the first year and I will be profitable in the first six months. Because
1: you're generating leads from people you don't know. In all kinds of and honestly, ways. in all this kinds is, of ways, yeah. And this right. is what allowed me to travel around the world for a year because yep. you know I talk to people I don't know all the time, but agents are scared to do that. That's, yeah, that's right.
0: Work. Well, I was gonna say to you, oh, Michael, I, I'm I think uh, I, I'm super i'm she's super angry. actually I'm, I'm i'm speechless slightly because i, he, I actually Bro, hear what you're saying like, yeah. i actually hear what you're saying oh sorry <laughs> oh wait but he's me, right can, oh, my God. can we get can we get back to like a sense of reality here you and your son and <laughs> jen are a different breed of human. You're the right. Yes,
2: you're absolutely right. We're the successful breed. You're absolutely right. <laughs> okay. 100%. Right, right, right. Okay. Yes, you're correct. We're Ecos, okay, not turkeys. You are hundred <laughs> <100%. laughs> percent. Can yes. we talk about I, the again, turkeys? Again, I hate to
0: agree with you, but I have to in this case. Uh, yeah, I appreciate <laughs> you doing yeah. that. Yeah. Can you can you speak? To, could you remove oh, your successful no. face for one second and That's like talk to, to remove their spots? That's what i was saying. It's just, I know it's hard, but if you could for a minute, talk to the average agent who okay. isn't yeah. going to grind out like that. They're just okay. not okay. going
2: to do it. Super simple. Super simple. Then here's what they need to understand. Get a pen. Everybody grab a pen. I'm going to write. I'm, oh, shit. This is, is going to be good. Simple, okay. <laughs> just grab a pen and write this down. This is the okay. script I want you to memorize. Okay. You uh-huh. Ready for this, Monica? Okay. Yeah. Monica, this is the script that is going to this. This is a script that's going to bring you the majority of your income in the years going forward. You ready for this? Yeah, I'm ready. Would you like fries with that?
1: Stop it. <laughs> Don't right. be mean to her. <laughs> what? I'm sorry, what? <laughs> what? Don't be mean to her. Look, here's the deal. <laughs> I'll 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 I gonna take it. it. I'm I can same. take it. If the average agent, let's just say the average agent is selling, you know, let's just say, what do you think? Twenty five houses to a month, something like that. I'm the sorry, average is way, way lower, lower than that. The average
2: real estate agent in the United States last year sold 4.5 houses. But let's say it's they a, desire. The
1: way, guys like to me, do, to do that way up. But most <laughs> agents come in and they're like, I want to make a $100,000. Anyway. And they don't. And, and they don't. So most agents want 20 to sell 25 people. houses. They want, they to, sell want to sell 25 okay. houses. Correct. I would say if you want to sell 25, you still, going back to what I said before, you have to figure out how to talk to people consistently that you know and do it. And you could just start with the one way, and you have to talk to people you don't know.
0: I it. don't. I would consistently sell over, well, over twenty five houses a year, and I don't talk to anybody I don't know. <laughs> yes, and
2: that will work. For I mean, you for you real right estate, recession hits again. Louisiana, yes. Were you in business in two thousand seven to two thousand eleven? Yeah, so yes, was. How many, how many transactions did you close in two thousand eight?
0: Honest to God, I don't remember.
2: Yeah, was it? More I honestly Twenty five. You know that answer. It was probably less. It was. Yeah. It was not probably less. It was less. So here's the. And that's well, not I was excuse. running
0: the Keller Williams office at the I, time. I was. Team it haters. doesn't matter what the excuse is. It doesn't matter. <laughs> I'm sorry.
2: Reason. Sorry. Same thing. It Doesn't matter, right? Does, that's not the point. The point is, <laughs> okay. data doesn't lie. Okay. We mm-hmm. have to trust the data and data doesn't lie. And now listen, can people that grew up in an area, you know, be successful and never, ever have to make a cold call or do an ad or buy a lead or yes. any of that kind of stuff? can. the answer is absolutely yes. And you know what? I can drop my business card on the ground and somebody else walks in behind me, picks up my business card, calls me and buys a house for me too. But you know what? I'm not relying on that for my business. That's like winning the freaking lottery. That is not a predictable, duplicatable way mm-hmm. to be business. And it's dang, sure mm-hmm. not scalable. That being said, if you, a lot of people don't want or need to be that successful, they don't need to do more right. than 20% of my transactions. Correct. Okay, fine. I get that. But that's not most agents. Remember, 87% of all agents that get in the business today are going to be gone in two years. Right. 87%. And I right. want to save as many of those little snowflakes as I can. And the only way to save them, is for them to understand that this is a freaking job it's work right. and what happens mm-hmm. is everybody gets into real estate thinking oh i'm gonna have freedom and i'm gonna control my schedule mm-hmm. and, I'm gonna my money and i get to look at pretty houses and yeah and you get to choose to be broke too but right. if you don't want to choose to be broke and by the way here's the other big misnomer in real estate that drives me nuts it's when people say oh well i made two hundred fifty thousand dollars last year really cupcake let's really? take a look at your PL. Yeah. Cause I got new, right. you. you didn't make $250,000 last yeah. year at best. You made a hundred and a quarter and you say that you only Probably work not. You know, four hours a day or whatever hogwash you're working 80 hours a week. You just suck at being efficient during those 80 hours a week. Right. Right. And I'm not talking about you, Monica. I'm saying
0: in no general, no no. I understand. In general, right? Yeah. 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 I understand that.
2: This is all about discipline. And if you and if you can be disciplined for two hours a day, to Jennifer's point, I will take that agent over the undisciplined agent 14 hours a day.
1: And I would just I would submit to the audience, like, just try <laughs> it's just the courtroom? Yes. <laughs> okay. I feel like I'm in court. Feel just like it. do Injection. it. Look, look oh, the best thing you can do to help people is to not be a poor person, right? If you want to help poor people, don't be one of them. So generate the leads. If you don't want them, then refer them out. But here's the thing. If you have enough leads coming in and you create this engine for yourself by talking to people that you don't know and people that you know, then you always have a choice. And I think like freedom is better than guessing.
0: Okay. Okay. Let's let's take a break and then when we okay. come back i want to dive into some details with michael i want to get okay. into the weeds the a minute needs. okay
2: but when we come back from the break yeah. here's what you need to here's what we're going to hit we're going to touch on this because i'll tell you right now i'm going to end i want to address the mental deficiency Write that down. The mental deficiency, the agents that keep telling themselves, I'm I'm as successful as I want to be, and I don't want to grow anymore. It's a mental deficiency. And I'm going to show you why when we come back. I'm going to Perfect. prove it to all you, and you're going to freak out when I show it to you.
1: Freak out. Man. Get it. Can't wait. Jen, you want to get us out of yeah. here? So let's uh, take listen <laughs> to our favorite partners. And when we come back, we will hear how we are mentally deficient. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Hey guys, it's Monica here. I am so excited to introduce you to Real Estate Fight Club's newest partnership, Cyberbacker. Cyberbacker is the best in the business for virtual assistants. How do I know this? Because I am a Cyberbacker customer and I love this company. I have my favorite, Frances. She is my Cyberbacker, been with me for over a year. She's amazing, she makes me better, she's eager to help, she's on time, she's disciplined, she's awesome. And this company, Cyberbacker, has figured out the system. From the interviewing process to find out what I need to the interviewing process to interview several cyber backers to the onboarding process, to the training process, very buttoned up, very awesome. You and I both know it's time for you to leverage. It's time for you to take that step. And cyberbacker is a really safe, awesome solution. Make sure to mention fight club and you will be getting a free gift. All right, do it. Make the call. See ya. Hi guys, Monica Weekly here. You know how you're supposed to post about real estate every single day on Facebook? Yes, yes you do. And the reason is if we don't remind our Facebook friends what we do for a living and how we help people, they will forget about it. We know it's our job to inform, educate, and demonstrate what we do for a living. Well, I'm coaching agents all around the country and they understand that, but they're not doing it. And I ask them, why aren't you doing it? Probably just like you. And they said, Monica, we don't know what to post. Can we just borrow your stuff? Because I love creating Facebook posts. And these can often be used over on Instagram as well. So I said yes. And people were borrowing my stuff. So I created finally a product that you can sign up for, for free it is free guys there is no reason for you not to sign up for this it's ghostposter.com g-h-o-s-t-p-o-s-t-r no e in there just tr.com and what you're going to get is you're going to get a facebook posting idea to your email every single day so not only do you have this great idea but you've been reminded oh yeah i need to post and that's monday through friday and if you don't love the post or you think gosh i'd like something else well you're also going to get access to a library of over 600 different posts for you to choose from by category you're gonna love it go sign up ghostposter.com don't waste a minute and then be sure to join the private facebook group all right i'll see you in there all right welcome back let's get back to the battle inside the ring listen i gotta be honest when i asked the question are we making real estate harder than it is? Like, I thought we'd all kind of agree on this and it wouldn't really be a big battle. I think this might be one of the most epic battles, Jen, we've ever had. What do you think?
1: I like it. I like it. All right, Michael, tell tell us why we're all
2: defective. What's that? I think you guys are going to need to bring an army with you next time. I feel
0: like you showed up to a gunfight with a knife. Apparently. 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 We can
1: get close.
0: Did you call us defective or deficient? Which one was it? Let's go. Deficient. Not defective. Okay.
2: Not defective. Deficient. Okay. Now, watch this. Let's talk about the, the, the mental deficiency that in general agents at large have. And by the way, it's not just agents, it's people in general. Right. And I would submit that all of us, every human being on the planet is at some level mentally deficient. OK, okay. And what does that really mean? It means that we are not where we need to be mentally. The number one problem that we have in our success is right here. And every single we agree one of us saying. Oh, Great. I don't need to be that big. And oh, I don't need to sell That's that. Many dumb.
1: That's Hard freaking
2: wash. And you guys will all agree with me that watch this. Even the cupcakes in the crowd cannot deny this. one. You will hear you have, you will recognize this. I'm going to read it in its entirety. So listen freaking carefully. Our greatest fear. It is our light, not our darkness. That most frightens us. Our deepest fear is not that we are inadequate. Our deepest fear is that we are powerful beyond measure. It is our light, not our darkness. That most frightens us. We ask ourselves. Who am I to be brilliant, gorgeous, talented, or fabulous? I might add successful. Mm-hmm. Actually, who are you not to be? Exactly. We are a child of God. Your playing small does not serve the world. There is nothing enlightened about shrinking so that other people won't feel insecure around you. We are born to make manifest the glory of God that is within us. It is not in some of us, it is in everyone. And as we let our own light shine, we unconsciously give other people permission to do the same. As we are liberated from our own fear, our presence automatically liberates others. That's what the game we need to be playing. We all of us need to play bigger, not smaller. Yes. So sometimes somebody Mary
0: with I don't Marianne Williamson, right there, That's baby. Exactly right.
1: I know it. I love that quote. I agree I with do. that. Or, you know, I, I find because Monica and I are from the Midwest. And so we deal with a lot of people from the Midwest. And it is a mentality. It's like, well, it's enough. No, it's not yeah. enough. Get your yeah. unfair share and then help everybody else. Because if you don't get more than your share, you cannot possibly help other people.
2: You agree? That's exactly right. Do you think anybody in Bulgaria is saying, or sorry, not Bulgaria, but Ukraine? Do you think anybody in the Ukraine is saying that, it's, that, that I have enough right now? No. Mm-hmm. Do you think any, do you think that we'll get, that you, the the Ukraine as a country feels right. like they have enough right now? No. How much more do you wish do you think they wish they had right now all to defend it. their freaking homeland? And guess what? The second we as a country stop expecting more, we end up like the Ukraine. Mm-hmm. Mark mm-hmm. my words. Because mm-hmm. there are terrible people out there that want to take and take and take at any and all cost in every area of our life. And if you want to be a giver, then you've got to have something to give. If your bucket's empty, how are you going to fill somebody else's? Ain't going to happen.
1: Well, and I think, too, a lot of people have this mindset about money, and they think like, okay, if we say a measure of success is is by the amount of money that you have, and that is a measurement, I know Monica would argue that there's other ways, but we'll just stick with this one.
0: Oh, listen, I love me some money. Be real clear. I am all about playing life really freaking big. But I do agree
1: that that's different for some people it is so but i mean the thing is is like if you and you're in real estate we have the unique ability to be able to step on the gas really hard for really long make as much as you can't even imagine how much and if you don't want it you can donate it what can you donate if you have none you can't donate
2: shit time but you won't even have much of that because you'll be so married to the job, J O V job, that you work for somebody else that tells you when you gotta show up. You won't That's even have time for what do
1: you think is the reality? Okay, if if somebody's listening to this and they're like, okay, I'm gonna talk to people that I don't know. However, there's a thousand ways to do that, right? But I'm gonna do that and I I I'm dedicated to doing it two to three hours a day. For how long do you think they would need to do that to start like to feel like that engine is going? Like, what are we talking about?
2: Uh, to feel like the engine is going a couple I months. I mean, to, yeah, I mean, not to, long, right? I'll put it this way. Every, on, on, on my son's team, we were talking about, right? They're in Washington State. They're in Seattle, Washington, right? What, the, arguably one of the most competitive markets in the country, right? Every single person on that, I, I'm going to say kid, because they are. Every <laughs> single kid on that team has had their first closing in the first two months of being on that team. 60 yeah. days from starting right. in real estate to first closing,
0: every one of them. That's unusual.
2: Yeah. Let's see. Yeah. So. so, so it doesn't
1: have to take long. It doesn't have to take long. It doesn't have to be hard.
0: No. Well,
2: so, Michael, I want it to be hard. In fact, I want to right, remember what Brian Tracy said. He talked about eating the frog or embracing yeah. the suck, right? Yeah. You got to embrace the suck. And it's
1: it's kinda, there's well, part the boredom to the boredom of it, right? Because it can get really boring to like, be dude. It
2: does. It gets so boring counting all those zeros. I I lose. Oh. Track.
1: It's, it's very uh, <sighs> yeah lots of
0: zeros okay michael you uh land in the middle of uh cincinnati ohio where jen and i are and We're for whatever cincinnati? reason really let's go yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, home of the Bengals and the Reds. You know, to say who are, are those like SC. circus performers? Who are we? Yeah, oh, got it, got here? it. <laughs> okay, Michael, you out here. Hey, listen, do not insult the sports teams of Cincinnati. It, it's really important. Well, you know, answer. you know why
2: that is, right?
0: Why? Because that's all they have got there. That's not true. That's I'm not true. That's, that's not true. Not true. Okay, we have do. I know nothing I about. I challenge sport. you I'll, to come I'll, out here. That.
2: But but here's what I do want to ask you. What I do want to ask you is, who's the number one agent in your market? how many transactions did the number one agent in your market close and how many transactions are there market-wide roughly?
0: I don't know if that is the, f- uh, Oh, you know who that is? That's Julie back. I think and hey, no, Julie.
1: there's no? no, there is Is it um, the fin team. No, there's, there is an agent that represents like most of the builders and they do a lot. Oh. They do like hundreds. Okay. Okay. Anybody I don't know. There? Okay. All right. I don't know. I would love to know. Okay, but so so I'm just
0: asking you land and you get yourself a little office and you come in day one and your Internet's working and your computer's working. And what's the first freaking thing you do?
2: I'm going to pick up. Uh, I'm going to pick up a couple of lead sources so that I have people to call in addition to you, expired, blah, 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 I want to have some inbound lead sources. So it depends on a lot of this depends on my budget. Do I have money or do I not have money? let you, uh, so you
1: have some money, some money.
2: Okay. If I've got some money, the first thing I'm going to do is I'm going to get leads like candy.com, which a lot of people think is the worst lead source on the planet, but that's because they suck at handling those leads. Um, so I'm going to mm-hmm. go out and I'm going to get leads, What's like it called? leads like candy.
0: Like candy.com Okay.
2: What else? candy. And uh, I'll probably pick up one or two other seller lead sources and I'm going to hit the phones. And and by the way, I'm not going to hit the phones four hours a day. You want to know why? You're going to hit it at eight. Because I don't believe in working part time. Oh, right. Right. <laughs> right. And I got nothing yeah. else to do. I got no freaking transaction. I got exactly nothing right. else to do. I might as well hit the phones eight hours a day until I get. And by the way, I'm going to set as many freaking appointments as I can. I, and if that, if that number is three, great, if it's 10, great, I'm going to set as many as I can every single day. And I'm just going to hit appointments. Oh my day.
1: God. The most amount of appointments I ever set in one day was over 20. It was it's doable. That's favorite. a lot. That's a
2: lot. That's day It great was my day. most
1: favorite day in the world. And I was like, wow, this is awesome.
0: You could do days, it. Right.
1: <laughs> it's a, it, it's really, you get into fallout. a rhythm.
0: How long and did that two, take you Jen? Eight hours.
1: No, I was done by like, no, I was done by like three.
0: That's crazy good. Okay, Michael. You know, it's interesting though, that, do you do... people, once they got to like 10
2: appointments, they'd have been like, oh my gosh, I've had a wonderful day. I'm going to take the rest of the day off. Mm-hmm. But you were smart. You said, no, was... I'm in momentum. I'm yeah. going to keep that momentum going. Yeah. And that was smart.
0: Thank you. Mm-hmm. Oh, how cool. do you, cool. bit, Michael, how do you coach people like me who have strong aversion to, Bothering people, being hung up on, getting people angry at you—like, oh, how do you, you get people god. through great that? Great
2: question. You just asked the perfect question, and let me tell you. What.
0: Get oh god, hurt. I can tell. No, this is going to hurt. Whatever he's no, about no, to no, say. No, 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 no. no. They're
2: not, not going to have to wipe your blood off the mat this time. But, <laughs> but let me let me share this with you very seriously. It depends on you, and I'm going to tell you why. Because you have to ask yourself first. How am I willing to be coached? Because I'm not going to coach most people. And the, the reason is the, the people that I coach all do 500 to 1,000 transactions a year and more, right? I punch them right in the face. They, they love it, they, they're baskets. Mm-hmm, they're, mm-hmm. they're they want me to punch them in the face. Yeah. If I were to coach somebody like you, Monica, you'd be in tears at the end of your freaking call and you'd last about two weeks and you'd quit, right? And so we have other Probably. coaches that you would love. That would do a great job at helping you in the way that you need to be helped. Not the way that I'm used to helping people. Cause I am not everybody's cup of tea at all. But I so- think
1: Michael, I think though, this is a mindset thing. And this is kind of like, I would ask this, I, I would ask some, an agent that brought was like that. I would be like, look, do you believe that you're the best agent to help people? And I already know the answer because of the way they think they think no, but if you think yes, Like, I truly believe, like, I am the best real estate agent in Cincinnati. So it is a my duty to talk to people because here's what I know. Most agents are terrible. So the chance of them having a terrible experience with an agent is very, very high. If I want them to have a good experience and I want them to reach their goal, then I have to reach out to them because I don't know them and they don't know me. It's not possible for them to reach out to me. So I have to reach out to them.
2: I understand that logic and I don't entirely disagree with it, but let me share this with you. How can you disagree with it at all? Because let's talk about reality and the 90% of the agents out there that subconsciously really don't think they're the best agent. That's why
1: I said I already knew the answer. Okay, yeah. so
2: let's talk about the ones that don't, and the one. And, what do and they do? Let's talk about reality. The reality is, it doesn't matter if you think you are or you're not the best agent in the world. What matters is, are you willing to do what it takes to become the best? And and for starters, we have to understand the difference between quantity and quality. If I were to ask you guys, watch this. I'm not going to ask Jennifer. I'm going to ask Monica. Monica, what's more important, quantity or quality? To me quality yeah, i already know your answer it's quality right right mm-hmm. and and jennifer what's more important? quantity your quality quantity right so monica Jennifer's actually right and let me tell you why gonna me quality here we quantity. go <laughs> no no but here's the thing i'm telling you guys you should have come to arms for this i'm just saying so quality is important but you only will ever get to quality through quantity yeah. not the other way around I can deliver the best service on the planet, world-class service to every single client. And if I don't get out there and find some clients, I got nobody to serve. Whereas I if I were to go out and do a ton of service for a ton of different clients, I could be a jerk, I could be a loser, I could drop the ball, I could screw a lot of things up, but eventually I'm gonna figure it out. Eventually I'm gonna get it right and my quality will improve and I will be begin mm-hmm. to deliver mm-hmm. world
1: class quality. Agreed. Yes.
0: Agreed. Action leads That's to confidence, action leads to it's action. Yes. I get it. I and it I should have I that. should
1: have made for this sure. exact point when we were fighting about units or volume. I was yes. for units, obviously, and I just all could units, not I'll articulate. Take the units all Yes, thank you. Yeah.
2: Damn no, it. I, I, Yeah, I mean, here's the thing. The Smarter, is, not harder. You know, these people, I love these people in Southern California, right? Like, because we have the different tiers in Club Wealth, right? And wherever, it's, like if I'm a tier two, my coach is in tier three. So my coach is always doing more business than me. Yeah. But these people in these high-end markets, they always want to you know, say, well, I may have only done 25 transactions last year, but they were all over a million dollars. Who cares? Well, good for freaking you. What that really means is when the market tightens up and 20% of your business goes away, you're going to lose a crap ton more money than the guy next to you who did 200 transactions yeah. last year. Because now you have, let's say you've got 25 referral sources from this year, assuming every single person you worked with loved you to death. The other guy's got 200 referral right. sources referring him out. Mm-hmm. Who's going to have more success yeah, long term? You tell mm-hmm. me. I if see. you Watch this. Understand this. Einstein proved my point here. Einstein said very clearly, there are two types of people on this planet. Those that understand compound interest and those that pay it.
0: Yeah, that's good. Yes. Yes. Oh Oh my my God. God. (laughs) This, this was
1: freaking awesome. This I was awesome.
0: It. Michael, you are a peach. I've never heard anyone turn a cupcake into a negative thing. And I love cupcakes. And now I'm sad. Calories? about Do you love the sugar rush that it gives you and screws with your insulin all
2: day? I mean, come on. Do we really need to talk about cupcakes? Yeah. They're weak. I mean, you are wearing we, me down. Yeah, I do like
1: we need to do real estate fight club, 75 hard lead generate, like oh, if shoot. somebody wants to do that reach out to me but right. michael can you give us like the the 30 second elevator pitch on uh, club wealth please
0: yes tell us how to take advantage of your program
1: just well, let's amazing
2: start, let's start with if you're if you want to transition from a cupcake a snowflake or whatever it is you are today to the very best agent you can possibly be there's only one place to go, and that's Club Wealth. There's a reason why we we literally, I'm, I'm not going to name any names, but you know, if I look at other coaching companies like TF and yada, 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 mm-hmm. they've got 10 times as many clients as we do, but their clients on average do under 20 transactions a year. Our clients on average do over 200 transactions a year. Wow. And as a group, our clients represent more transactions than theirs do, and we are the only coaching company on the planet where every single one of our clients has a coach. That sells more real estate than they do. Nobody else. Can I love them. that idea. That's really cool. Yeah, I'm
1: sick of coaches who aren't like in the business. Amen.
2: Hundred yeah. yeah. percent. Not only that, we're the only coaching company on the planet that will guarantee that you will double your income or make an extra hundred thousand dollars your first year coaching with us, or we give you hundred percent of your money back. Yeah. Nobody else will do that, and nobody's ever asked me That's for their nice. money back because if they do what we tell them to do, they make the money. Now that being said. How do you get a hold of us? All right, here you go. Super simple. I'm going to give you two things. Number one, actually, let me just pull this up right now. I want you guys, I'm going to give you lead sources. We talked about lead sources. You want to find out? I've got 109 lead sources that we recommend to our clients. I will give you 17 of the best ones. Okay. Okay. So here's what you do. Grab your cell phone right now and send me a text message. You're going to text uh, the number. The number that you're going to send the text message to is 727-287-5993. Say it again. 727-287-5993. And I want you to text the words club wealth, two words, club wealth, text those words to that number. And I will send you 17 of our best 109 lead sources. If you do it while, while you're watching this literally, because it's complicated, but if you do it while we're talking here, we will literally give you 31 of our best lead sources. Now that said, you can, that's the only way to get those. Now, cool. I would also recommend go to our website, clubwealth.com, check out the blog. We give more information away for free, more great strategies away for free than you'll pay for at any other coaching
0: company. Awesome. What are the tiers? So that tier you keep one talking is designed about? for people that
2: are doing zero to 25 transactions a year. And awesome. it's all about how do I get to to grow beyond that. And, and so if you're in if you're doing zero to 25 transactions a year, your coach is in tier two. That means your coach is doing 25 to 75 transactions a year. Okay. Tier 3 is 75 to 150. Tier 4 is 150 to 250. Tier 5 is 250 to 500. Tier 6 is 500 to 1,000 transactions a year. And Tier 7 is 1,000 units per year and more.
0: Wowza. Uh, have you ever had, how many people have you had go from Tier 1 to Tier
1: 7?
2: I Do don't know? know that number. I, I, honestly, I really don't know that number. That's a good number that. to know. I have very frequently seen people in Club Wealth go from tier one to tier four. So they've gone from doing fewer than 25 transactions to doing greater than 150 transactions, literally one to two years. Very common. That's
1: great.
0: I would imagine there's, uh, do you guys have camaraderie within the tiers too? That's cool. when, When you're
2: at our events, it's
0: so picture... So our
2: events are smaller, right? We'll have maybe 400 people per event, and but the average agent in the room is doing right around 200 transactions yeah, a year. Yeah, so you're not
1: and, messing around with people that-
2: No, they're, they're, there's ballers there, but you will right. be having lunch with somebody. Watch this. You could be the person that did five transactions last year and you're sitting, you're having lunch with somebody, especially if you're in our VIP, because our, at our events, the ballers all do VIP. So you're sitting there, you're having lunch with somebody that are the nicest person you've ever met in your life. The most humble, I'm like the most arrogant guy on the planet here compared to- <laughs> We planet. met you. They are the most humble- <laughs> wonderful people. I'm not even kidding you, but you, you'll be sitting there having this conversation with this incredibly humble person. And they'll be giving, they'll be pouring themselves into you, helping you in every way they can, giving you all kinds of great advice, you know, as you're just networking over lunch. And then they get up and walk away and somebody else sits down and they look at you and they're like, do you know who that was?
0: Yeah, exactly. And you're like, yeah. you're like well, what, what
1: do you, what, no. do you mean?
2: what are you talking about? <laughs> like that was that was Coach Lee Garland, and he did over 500 transactions last year. Or that was Coach Kyle Robinson, and he did over 750 transactions last year. And you're like, what?
0: Yeah. Wait, what? Come
2: back. But they're but they're the nicest, most humble people you've ever met. And that's, that's cool. and that's where that's a really rare thing to get that many mm-hmm. really really high producers in the same place together mm-hmm. that are all super humble and yeah, willing awesome. to share and willing to tell you what they've screwed up yeah. and they, yeah, I mean, that's well, let's it. end
0: with that. What's if you look back on your career, what's one thing that you could have done better? Where were you like, boy, if I only had done that better humility,
2: 100%. Are you kidding? Me? <laughs> there is no question. My Achilles heel is that I'm in the pride cycle all the time. I'm, I'm way too proud. I, I need to learn to be more humble. There's no question. Absolutely. 100%. The thing that I'm working on that. I, what's that? Are you working on that? Sometimes. <laughs> that's no, an, not really. no, no and and, I, and i'll tell you, and I'll tell you why because because there's a time to be humble and there's a time to be right and and mm-hmm. and right now me being humble doesn't serve your audience right mm-hmm. now your audience needs to see needs to see the truth they need mm-hmm. to understand what's really going on more than they need me to be humble now, mm-hmm. when I'm sitting with them, one-on-one, I'll be humble. Absolutely. I'll do the very best I can to be as humble as I can, but I'm not going to lie mm-hmm. to you. I'm not going to, in German, they say shine, you know, on shining or shine you on, you know, basically I'm not going to, I'm not going to sugarcoat it or, or blow smoke, mm-hmm. in your face, right? Like at the end of the day. What people have come to expect from me is the brutal, honest truth mm-hmm. and, and backed by data that they can count on. I'm not going to tell you a product or a service is good because they're going to pay me. I'll only tell you a product or service right. is good if I know that it will change your business for the better, mm-hmm. period. Does that so, make
0: sense? Yeah, yes, for sure. Love it. Love it. And I, I think I love Thank you for that. that. You have been amazing guests. Thank you. Thank, Thank you. you so much. And uh, Jeez, you're
1: awesome
0: guys. We appreciate you being here with us today. Thanks for listening. Thanks for tuning in. You're going to want to share this one with somebody or a couple mm-hmm. people today. No doubt in my mind, you've got somebody get to get your share. squad. Share yeah. with, share with, with squad. Keller,
2: Tom Ferry, Brian Buffini, <laughs> and Glenn,
0: Glenn uh, Sanford, <laughs>
2: share it with all those guys. Tell them, do it i'm calling you out boys meet me here right
1: <laughs> yes. here on fight club meet and if me they out, do that you. they they can uh be in club wealth for
0: yeah right wait like, Mirtland, can, can you imagine but- all those guys on one episode we do a video i mean this would be
1: we would have to be in control of the mute button for everyone yeah right <laughs> oh, no, <laughs> all right jen you want, you want to know why? Because they'll all be speechless. They won't have a thing to say. Yeah, right. Of (laughs) of course they will. Exactly, (laughs) exactly. Well, thanks for being on. We hope you liked it. If you would have an interest in partnering with me and Monica, feel free to give me a call or text 513-400-1691. Check us out on Instagram and now TikTok. (laughs) That's right.
0: All right, Michael, thank you again for your time. We know how precious it is. And this was really great. Thank you.
2: Seriously, ladies, great show. I love that you're doing this. Keep it up.
0: Thanks for listening to this episode of the Real Estate Fight Club podcast. Make sure to hit the subscribe button so you get updates when new episodes are available. And we truly love feedback and would appreciate all likes, reviews, and suggestions for future topics.